Hello and welcome to Gang That Drink. A supernatural drinking game podcast. It's the podcast where we drink and play along with drinking game rules to our favorite episodes of our favorite show, Supernatural. We recap the episodes for you. And then we tell you how the rules played out and how successful they were or not successful they were. I'm Chrissy Lenz of the Neighborhood Comedy Theater. And with me, as always, is Nate McWhorter of the Neighborhood Comedy Theater. And Chrissy, don't worry. Today's game, there was zero chance of the rules not hitting. There was beyond zero chance. There was less than zero chance. The rules, they giveth and they giveth and they giveth. Oh, they just keep on giving. Because it is the season of giving. It is. It is the season of giving. It's the time to be giving. And I think that's the least messed up we've ever done our intro. I think so. Mostly because I just stayed quiet. Oh. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Normally I say something about the crack of my can or uh, I interrupt or just, yeah. Uh, but I was like, I'm going to, we're going to nail this one. I just let you take the reins like Santa Claus himself. And you did. Uh, I'm, I'm the Santa Claus of this podcast. You are the Santa Claus of this podcast. And I, I don't want to think about what that makes me. Um, <laughs> <laughs> don't know if that makes you're, me the Mrs. Claus. You're the sassy elf. Rude, sassy elf. I like that. I'll be the Bob Newhart in, in. You're Will the Ferrell's bell snipple. The Belschnickel. I love Belschnickel is such a fun uh, and I, uh, like on that office episode with Dwight. That's yeah. Mm-hmm. Every time I hear Belschnickel, that's all I think about. Uh, yeah. And this episode, we get to hear it because today's episode is season three, episode eight of Very Supernatural Christmas. Oh, it's so super. It's so natural. It's so Christmas. Oh, it's the most, it is the most Christmassy episode they ever do, because I don't really super get into Christmas episodes much beyond this and the one we recorded previously. Um, there's probably a couple others in there, but I think this is, I would say, I feel safe in saying this is the most Christmassy Supernatural episode. I think so. I think that's safe to say. I know there is the one that, with the intro, which we've talked about before, that's, uh, uh, the Christmas with uh, yeah. uh, Crowley. Rowena and yeah, and Crowley. But that's just the very beginning. And I think the rest of the episode is not Christmassy. Like, I think it's just so like too. a dream or whatever. But I feel like it aired around Christmas. So they kind of, anyway, I don't remember. We'll talk, maybe we'll do that episode someday. And we'll talk about it. We've okay. done like, I think several episodes around it, which is why we haven't yeah. done it anyway. Um, but season three, episode eight, Chrissy, we have some drinking rules and we have and I, some and, there's and just I mean a few drinking rules like it's the holidays it's time to be merry it's time to spread cheer and this game delivers oh so, yes it does this is abby's so, game this is abby's game game designed by abby and she did a wonderful job uh and it goes thusly the first rule is flashback anytime we got a flashback we taking a drink yeah. The second rule is sentimental dean slash BM scene, aka remember when. Uh, yeah. Take a drink for those, and there there are a few. 
Um, third a one few. is just, uh, a <laughs> just a few. This whole episode is almost just a whole BM scene, really. Yeah. It really is yeah. like one giant BM scene, which if this is your first time listening, and I don't know why it would be, and if you're listening to this and not familiar with what a BM scene is, like, uh, uh, that's interesting choice, but we'll go ahead and clarify because every every comic book is someone's first. Uh, BM scene is boy melodrama. Um, boy melodrama. It's a oh, touching moment. The boys get together. Sometimes they're in the Impala. Sometimes a single man tear rolls down a cheek. This episode is a it's single an man emotional tier. moment. It is a single man boy tear. This whole episode. Um, <laughs> uh, there actually are actual boy tears in it, though. So fourth rule yeah. is quote Meadow Sweet. The that one hits dagger in the not as much as rule five. A Christmas song plays, and I think oh, I got where... more for Meadowsweet than a Christmas song. Oh, you did? Interesting. Okay, we'll have to talk because I did. I did not. I have it the other way around. We'll discuss at the end. Um, uh, the the shot for this episode is the for the basement jump scare. Love a jump scare. Uh, we have the doorbell rings. Okay, and then the one rule that Abby did not create but i decided to throw in there because once again it's the season for cheer and drinking cheer uh <laughs> is merry christmas anytime someone says merry christmas yeah, um, yeah merry christmas i was really worried about the second time i actually played it through in canada and then and then we got to the end and i was like oh no that's right um so those are the rules chrissy uh what are you drinking the over epic there rules I am having a Topo Chico hard seltzer spiked sparkling water, strawberry guava, naturally flavored with other natural flavors. Heck yeah. It's a good choice. Um, I am drinking a New Glarus Spotted Cow from the New Glarus Brewing Company in New Glarus, Wisconsin, which is a beer you can only purchase in Wisconsin. Well, how'd you get it then? I may slash we may have uh, put it into a suitcase a while back and flown it home <laughs> and paid, wow. paid to check a bag just so we could bring a case of beer home. Ultimately, between buying the beer and flying it home, I think it was like a $60 case of beer. Wow. Um, but, you know, we savor it. And so tonight for the, for the for the awesome, very supernatural Christmas, uh, I decided to to crack one open here. Uh, and yeah, so, uh, I, it's one of my favorite liquids on earth. It's such a fantastic beer. And if you ever get a chance to go do, cause I haven't gone yet because they're tours. You have to book months in advance and I really oh want to go. <laughs> we learned this when I decided I wanted to go on the tour on a whim the last time we were there. And then it was like, oh no, we, we should have thought of this at least six weeks ago. Because, yeah, you got to. That's like when I wanted to go to the Winchester Mystery House. And it's like you can only get in in certain. Because since COVID, you can only get in at certain mm. time windows. And you have to make your reservation months in advance. But I didn't know that. Right. Gosh darn it. People have, make your tourist attractions more available to the public. Yeah. People uh, have whims. Yeah. We <laughs> think about the people with whims. Uh, we're never thought about. Well. On that whim, I say we get into the episode. Okay, let's do it. Which doesn't have a then. We don't have a then in this episode. 
uh, what no, we do there have is that neat, like, oh, you're very say. special presentation, right? Yeah. At the beginning, I love it. It's I love like it. a just very seventies, like, like you're about to like Fred Astaire's like claymation body is about to like come out and yeah. tell you the story of Santa Claus. Like that's what it feels like, right? It feels like we're about to watch mm-hmm. Frosty. It feels like we're about to watch Rudolph. Mm-hmm. Um, and we get uh, uh, actually we start off with a rule right away. Because the first title actually comes up and says one year ago, Seattle, Washington. That's a flashback, oh, Chrissy. That's a flashback. I didn't realize. Yeah, I didn't either till this second watch through. And I was like, oh, we start with a flashback. I didn't realize that was a flashback. Mm-hmm. So uh, take a drink for our first flashback. Okay. And we see a young. Oh, also the doorbell rings. So that is another. I drink. got that one. Yeah. Uh, uh, we see a young feller is uh, uh, welcoming his grandpa over for Christmas and they and he comes in and the grandpa kind of, you know, says, oh, Santa Claus is coming. Uh, if you're good, what? who knows? He might just show up. And of course, the grandpa dresses up as Santa and he's like putting presents under the tree and he like jingles some jingle bells to k- get the kid awake so he can come sneak down and spy on Santa Claus. And and as he's putting the presents under the tree. The old, the old grandpa man hears like a thud up on the roof along with some more jingle bells and what sounds like reindeer. And the little mm-hmm. boy's like, oh, reindeer. And the grandpa, I love the grandpa's face. He's like, what the hell? The, the heck? Um, all right, whatever. And uh, uh, before we know it, grandpa has, is being snatched and is being yeah. shoved up the chimney. And then we get uh, we get our title card. We get a very supernatural Christmas title card. Yeah, Grandpa uh, very, gets snatched up that chimney. Yeah, just straight up snatched. Uh, so very interesting uh, start to the episode mm-hmm. already, right? We have no, we're not a no a previously on, and we're like already a year ago. What's going on? What's going on? Um, the next title card after or after the supernatural title card, it says Yasplanty, Michigan. I've been to Yasplanty, Michigan. I thought it was pronounced Ypsilanti. Ypsilanti? I don't remember. Yeah, Ypsilanti. Sure. Ypsilanti? I don't yes. know. Ypsilanti. I've never been there. Yeah, it's you know y- better it's than me. It's YP. Oh, I, just because I've been there does not mean I know how to pronounce it. I think you're right. It's Ypsilanti because it's Y-P-S-I-L-A-N-T-I. It's the home of Eastern Michigan University. Uh, mm-hmm. And that mm-hmm. is why I've been there because I'm a weird football nerd. And they play on a gray field. Oh, okay. Their field is gray. Their whole stadium Their is gray. Their field is depressed. Gray is like a theme for the well. If you've ever been to Ypsilanti, <laughs> gray is just kind of what it is all the time. It's just always gray there. Okay. Uh, and so and so they embrace the gray at at the school, at least for the football team, and and they wear gray uniforms and they wear gray helmets and like. And and the reason I bring this up, even one, we always know that I love my geography, and whenever they call out a real actual place, I love to look it up. But mm-hmm. uh, uh, I almost even like wrote in my notes the first watch through I did for this. Why is it sunny and like warm? Right. <laughs> they explain it. It's Christmas. They do explain it. Right. So I was like, I eventually got the explanation, but I I was getting like actually mad at production crew or whatever, because I was like, there should be snow 
everywhere. Everyone should be bundled up. It should be just miserably cold right now. And then, of course, mm-hmm. we get the explanation. But, uh, yeah, so uh, it's Ypsilanti, and the boys are interviewing a different wit- uh, witness or, or victim, a uh, person who has is the wife of someone who's been snatched up a chimney. Um, yeah. This is now in the present day, right? So we're not a year ago. We're now back in the present day. So this person, she says, my husband just got straight up snatched up the chimney. D- uh, Sam finds a tooth in the chimney. Um, gross. I totally yeah. didn't put together that these were two different cases. It is. I completely missed that that was a year ago, the first one. Yep. I yeah. thought they were the same. It is definitely, yeah, I caught it the second watch through on this. Obviously, like second watch through this time um, was like, oh, yeah, this is not the person they're interviewing at the very beginning is not related to the first murder act we see. Um, That is just context for what we get to find out later on. So, uh, yeah, so they're like, okay. Well, now we got to do some research. Sam gets on the internet. He's looking up evil Santa. So Belschnickel and Krampus. And Krampus. Uh, uh, he is, he's doing the research. I love that we get the little like repartee between him and Dean about Dick Van Dyke. <laughs> Did you find out who it was? Oh. Yeah, Dick Van Dyke. Who? <laughs> Chimneys Mary Poppins? Who's Mary Poppins? I, I think we literally in, in, uh, the pre, in the previous episode we talked about with, uh, the last holiday, I think yeah. we talk about Mary Poppins. There's Mary Poppins reference. Uh, he calls evil her Mary, Mary Poppins. Poppins. Yeah. yeah, he calls her evil Mary Poppins. So, in in twelve years, Dean at least finally watched Mary Poppins. Yeah, he found that. the time. He found the time. He found to the time watch between it. watching All Saints Day. <laughs> All Saints time to slice and dice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now I just want to watch that episode again. All right. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so the boys, uh, they decide that they're going to go or they, there was another victim. They find out there was another victim. They go to the other victim and they, they realize that both victims had visited this Christmas village within the last, however many days or whatever. So they go to the Christmas village which is D I love, uh, we eventually get the line where Dean says like, we'd kill them to have a little snow. So we're still uh, now yeah. we're making references to the weather. Um, so we're starting but to But it drop. is the most depressing looking place without any snow. Like, oh yeah. It, really... it looks miserable. I mean, it looks like if that place existed in Arizona. Yeah. There's just like dried up grass all over the ground and mm-hmm. there's no, there's not even fake snow on the buildings. It's just like a depressing, like, and why would you have fake snow if your peak season, you're supposed to have real snow. Um, but like, yeah, throw some fake snow up there right. if you're not going to get any in the weather. And like the decorations are all real cheap and it just looks like real rundown and shabby. The employees are like carnies. They don't really care. It's, it's, they do a good job of dressing it up, making it look, Real depressing. Uh, mm-hmm. So, but first we get, so uh, we kind of get a little BM scene between Sam and Dean about Christmas. Yeah. Like, why do you, why do you hate Christmas so much? Why are you down on Christmas? And he's like, we had plenty of good Christmas. Don't you remember all the good times we had at Christmas? And Sam's like, no, no. Dad was always gone. You were always lying to me that dad was going to come around. Like, no. Um, so then we get a flashback. Uh, straight up to like it's basically 
Dean saying, your dad's going to be here. Don't worry. He's going to be back. He'll be here for Christmas. And Sam kind of knowing it's a lie, but like letting Dean get away with it. So we get our first flashback. We get our first. uh, There's also a BM scene and also a dad's going to be here for Christmas. Yeah. Yeah. False hope. Dean. Um, Dean given that false hope. So three rules all hitting there in that drink, scene. Drink, 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 drink. Just keep drinking. <clears throat> so we cut back to Santa's village and Sam and Dean. Uh, one of the things that Bobby had said was, uh, or maybe it wasn't Bobby at this time, but the um, the lore had said that this creature will have a limp and smell sweet of candy. So they go and they see the like very creepy old guy being Santa Claus and all the kids are coming up on his lap and he's just like saying these very creepy things. Like I didn't, I they take that care, that side character in some very interesting directions. Mm. So, uh, mm-hmm. so they get to, or they, they kind of are standing there and then they're like the, the helper elf person who, you know, shuffles the kids and takes pictures or whatever is like, uh, do you have your kids here? Are they in line? And they're like, oh, no, <laughs> nope. We're just here to watch. We're just here to watch. This is what Sam says. Dean sets them up so perfect. Uh, it's so funny. Just a great moment. Just classic, classic Sam and Dean. Um, so they kind of basically think, and then Santa Claus gets up and he like limps away and they're like, oh, did he smell sweet? Like they, they're tricking themselves into thinking this is the guy. So they then stake out his trailer which is where we get another kind of BM scene of them talking about why do you hate Christmas? Mm-hmm. Um, that's where, yeah, that's where we get that one. It's always bothered me that they're sitting like literally on his doorstep. Yeah. Like he wouldn't be seeing, and he like even looks out the window and before he shuts his blinds to watch his Christmas themed porn. It took me so long to figure out that that's what it was. I thought it was a horror movie at first. And then I I was like, oh, no. Yeah. (laughs) Egg your nog. Um, Like all this, all these big, terrible, not even puns. Um, And I, I just can't imagine that the guy who works as Santa Claus at the Christmas village is in any way turned on by Christmas porn. I just can't believe it. Yeah. Right? Like, um, But his whole house is Christmas-fied. Even his bong is Christmas his, color. The bong is amazing! It's like eight it, feet tall. It's as tall as him. It's incredible. And he's got like a 40 in his hand and a bong. And he's living his best life. It's, it's getting close to Christmas. He's having a... I, like I said, they take this character in so many directions. The boys crash him and they realize they made a huge mistake and they do what everyone does at this time of year. When you realize you've made a huge mistake, you just start singing silent. You night. just start singing silent night, <laughs> holy night. I, accident, I made the mistake of assuming a woman was right. pregnant and she said she wasn't. And I just started singing silent night and everything was okay. <laughs> <laughs> I think I watched another crappy Christmas movie recently where they literally, like, literally same thing happened. I was like, yeah, oh, 
It's such a good bit. It's it it's is a get out of jail free card. And uh, for twenty five days a year, it is get out of jail free. Yeah, uh, yeah. So uh, the boys. Then uh, I think we get. Uh, where am I at? Where's my notes? Where's my notes? Um, it's obviously not the person that the thing that they're looking for. Uh, Evil Santa kills again. Oh yeah, we get now we get the scene where it's like the little boy and up comes whatever this creature is which what incredible money saving thing in this episode is that you never get to see the actual like monster Mm -hmm. that gets summoned and then abby was asking is it the guy is it the god himself that's what i thought that's what you thought see i thought that because they do the whole ritual or whatever that this is something they summon that does the killing for them and then they chop up the people or whatever. Oh, see, I figured because the bag and the coat and the boots were all in the basement that it was just him. It was just him. Well, well, I think you're right because the one thing that kind of clued me in then that it might be him is when they show this creature grabbing the cookie before it shoves the man up the chimney. Um, it has like really well manicured nails. <laughs> yeah. So well, that's and why that bothered I, me too. Cause like, why are the, why are the milk and cookies out like three days before Christmas? Right. Why is a little question. kid like excited to see Santa like three days before Christmas? Is it, do you think the people in this town like just are, are Christmas up all the time? Like you just have cookies out. Maybe it's a couple days, a couple days before. And you already have some cookies made. Maybe they're just sitting out, but like they're right by the tree. Like they're waiting for. They Santa. were clearly Santa trap cookies. Yeah, very much Santa trap cookies. Well, either way, this feller ends up dead. The boys come the next morning to interview the widow slash wife whose husband has disappeared, I guess, technically, even though we know he's probably dead. Um, and. While they're interviewing her and she's saying, I got knocked out. I got no idea what happened. Sam goes, Hey, where'd you get that wreath? Mm-hmm. And she's like, huh? And he's like, uh, it, uh, just wondering, just curious. And she tells them, I guess she tells them where they got it. Cause the next thing is we go to the shop. Oh yeah. Well, uh, first we get Dean's like the wreath. What are you talking? What are you going? He's like, it's the same one that was up in the house of the other dead guy. Uh, who we yeah. we started the episode with. So like we've Sam seen this notices twice stuff now. like that. Yeah, that's how he's Sherlock of this joint. Um so uh yeah, we we then go to the guy who sold the reefs to the people, and we find out that they were made by this local woman named Madge. And I love the like interplay between him and Dean, where Dean's like he's like, Oh yeah, she just gave them me for free. And he's like, Did you sell them for free? no people it's christmas people pay a buttload for this crap uh and it's all about capitalism i just like the and smile. they're pretending to be a gay couple mm-hmm. oh yeah <laughs> tell them tell them about that that reef you were looking at what does sam say it was it was yummy, yummy. <laughs> uh that's funny it's funny I don't know how appropriate it is, but it's funny. I don't know um, how appropriate it is. I don't know how well it holds up. No, I don't know. In, uh, I don't in the year think it... 2023. In the year like 2008 or whatever this was uh, happening, I'm sure it was fine. January but... two, uh, or sorry, December 13, 2007 was the year date. Um, okay. I, yeah, I mean, 
Yeah, they could have definitely gone like a diff. I think if they were making this in 2023, then Sam would have just been like bought in on it, right? Like not mm-hmm. been like, uh, I'm not too, uh, why, huh? Anyway, so, um, do 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 do. The boys then go visit Madge and Edward Kerrigan, the makers of the Meadow Suite. By the way, at some point, we, the boys learn that the reeds were made of meadow sweet and this is where meadow sweet just starts hitting like a billion times and there's no way I'm gonna remember, meadow like, sweet, meadow sweet. every yep. single time they say it but like it's a lot they just say it a ton um so they're talking about the meadow sweet but also spencer garrett as edward kerrigan and marilyn gann as madge kerrigan quite wonderful they just are a delightful duo absolutely delightful and i would watch a mini series about them as pagan gods. Yeah. hundred percent. Totally would. Um, uh, all this time. Also, the boys have been calling Bobby to like figure out what's going on. And he's the one who clues them in that they're probably pagan gods. And that these, that he says, uh, an evergreen brand, an evergreen yeah. steak will kill them. Evergreen steak will kill them. Um, yeah. So, uh, we got a little Bobby play on the side there. We don't ever see or hear from him. It's just always, Oh, I called Bobby. This is what he said. And the boys show up to the the god's house. Uh, And that's when Sam again notices that like all the other like holly and things around is not. It's like sage and what did mint and mint and stuff. Yeah, he's like heavy, heavy pagan stuff. Um, Mm -hmm. So it's like definitely the people they're looking for. Um, They go back at night. And. Did we? Oh yeah, I missed a flashback. We had a flashback yeah, before they a couple visit. Flashbacks. Yeah, so that we have the flashback where uh, you go back and basically this is where we see Dean give Sam the talk. The monsters are real talk, even though Sam like figured it out because he basically stole John's journal and has been reading John's journal. Very very sparse. I like the prop journal. It was very thin. You know, it was like yeah. all co- it was like all cover. Yeah. To show that like John's journey, you know, he's, he doesn't have a lot of intel yet and stuff. Yeah. So um, I, I, I like that. It was a good, very good prop. And basically, yeah, Dean's like, OK, don't tell that I told you this, but monsters are real. Also, Sam is not. And um dad's a superhero uh, dad's a superhero he'll definitely be home for christmas so we got a flashback we got false hope dean we got a bm scene we got it all um, uh ridge canape as young dean winchester and colin ford as young sam winchester both of whom i think uh, they play them multiple times i think yes uh, Colin Ford definitely plays young Sam Winchester in the next season as well. Yes. And then I I think the other guy plays young Dean like, like once or twice more, maybe. Maybe. Um, only two episodes. So. Also both good job. Like it's those kid actors, not not always easy or, or whatever to do it because you're trying to like imp- maybe impersonate a little bit, which I think they wrote their dialogue really well. Uh, I thought so too. For the flashbacks. I thought the the dialogue, they kind of like 
it wasn't full on like the the witty repartee or the the back and forth that they have in modern day but it was like definitely they were like oh you can see where this is how they kind of talk to each other when they're younger but as younger people um very sarcastic with each other yeah 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 i liked it so um the boys then they're gonna they're gonna sneak back into the the monster's house to see what's uh-huh. going on they sneak back in they go down to the basement which is like all locked up and then there's like blood and guts and bones and bags and so knives. many bones they're just a lot bo- of bones. bloody bones everywhere it's so gross it's, all it's really like gruesome it is like out of a saw movie it is. I assume. I don't, I've never seen a Saw movie. I just assume there's a lot of bones everywhere in them. It's um, gruesome. Quite gruesome. And then where the boys are confronted by Madge and Edward. Ba-bam! Basement jump scare. Take your Basement double drink. Basement jump scare. Uh, so we get... Uh, we get them down there. Or they, they tie them up. The gods tie up the boys. And now it's time they're going to do the ritual and, and they're so sweet. They're like, we used to, we used to sacrifice thousands a year, hundreds a year, whatever. Now it's just what three Hardy boys here make five. Uh, And they're just so sweet and so evil. I love when people, when actors, you know, there's roles like that where it's like, like a umbrage, right? Where like you just mm-hmm. speak so sweetly, mm-hmm. but the but the words you're actually saying are terrible, terrifying words. Um, yep. And uh, yeah, so they're starting to go to work on the ritual, which of course will always involves cutting some arms and getting some blood. And for our second episode in a row, peeling Ew. off Sam's fingernail. Poor yeah, Sam. poor no. Sam. And right as that's happening, we get a ding dong. Ding dong. Take a drink. At the door, we're taking a drink. Uh, and and that buys the boys some time to untie themselves and get free. Uh, which, by the way, Madge, it's just someone who brought a fruitcake over. Someone they play bridge with. Because I love the whole conversation of like, yeah, we fit in. We play bridge two days a week. Like, we're totally We cool. assimilated. <laughs> What's the word? Assimilated. Uh, they're great. Again, I would watch. I could watch a whole series of these two, like, trying to be normal people. But also pagan gods who have to, like, sacrifice. For why? We don't really. I guess for juice. To just be powerful. Just stay alive forever, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because they do the whole, like, shiny light on their face and, like, they're all kind of decrepit and stuff, which was interesting. Almost like Banshee. Like demons, kind of. Yeah. Demon, demon, Banshee. What's the, whichever one that you in a camera looks all crazy. Um, Yeah. So, so the the doorbell rings. It's neighbor fruitcake. Okay, bye. See ya. They step on. I love the shot stepping on the fruitcake. There's a lot of Merry Christmases in there. Oh, so many Merry. Yeah. Yeah. Many Merry Christmases. Oh, shoot. I may have. I wonder if I missed those. I guess we'll find out. So they come back. Boys are gone. They've locked. They barricaded themselves in the room with the Christmas tree. Thank goodness, because they needed a sharpened evergreen. So they barricade the door. They get to the tree. They start trying to, like, sharpen some branches that they've broken off, which if you've ever tried to do, like, no way. 
No, no way. way. I don't care how strong they are. No way. Just no. No way are they breaking branches off of a no. big tree. Or no and also no way are their branches that big on that little tree. Strong enough to stab someone? Right. No way. But we needed it for the episode. Absolutely. So it happens. The boys they break they break the branches off. They sharpen them to a sharpened point. We get a couple we get oh broken furniture were a rule. We got a lot of broken furniture in this scene. Uh, and, and then Sam ganks Madge, Dean ganks Ed, they're lying there and we get a flashback and now it is, it is Christmas morning back in what I, what according to the Wikipedia is 1991, uh, which is the year I was born. So this would have been my first Christmas. Um, oh, Merry Christmas. uh, Yeah. Thank you. I guess we're here 30 some odd later. Uh, and and uh, uh, Dean has. Uh, Dad came by. He came by. He brought Christmas. Look, why didn't you wake me? Oh, we, we, tried. We, tri- we tried to like a thousand times, but you're asleep. You're asleep. Like, what? So uh, Sam opens up the presents and they're the first ones. Uh, a doll. Sapphire Barbie. Sapphire Barbie. Yeah. And the second one is like a baton and. And Sam was like, all right, what's up? And he's like, I stole these from nice house down the street. I didn't know they were chickies, but because I didn't then, know, you know they were chick Sam, presents. Yeah. Sam's like, dad never showed. He lied to me. I don't want him to have this present that I was planning on giving him. I want to give it to you because you're here for me. You tried to give me Christmas. You're a good brother. This is all a BM scene. This is all a flashback. It's all this boy melodrama. All also Dean. Um, trying to give Sam false hope and all this. And uh, he gives him the pendant, the, the, the talisman. Special magical one that he wears all the time. Yeah. And then, and then very next scene you see Dean wearing. So uh, yeah, it's a very sweet moment. It is. It's a really nice Easter egg origin story. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's super great. Um, I just love it. I just like like the whole the whole thing, the way they wrap up those uh, flashbacks. So, um, gives the dean. We cut back to the present, and now the the tables have turned because Dean walks in. Um, also, by the way, in all of these scenes, just assume in almost every scene that we've talked about, a freaking Christmas song is playing in the background. Um, oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's the one. I was like, "There's no way I'm going to mark." every single like where these are all i'm just gonna tally and go um we did our best so so, uh sam gives dean christmas he's got eggnog he's got a tree up because this whole time they've just been like grumbling about it so sam finally realizes like you know what maybe dean actually i can do this for him um so this whole scene is a bm scene this whole scene has a couple merry christmases uh, I love the presents that they get for each other because Dean gets Sam from the gas mark down the street, some skin mags and shaving cream. Yep. And Sam, of course, gets Dean motor oil and beef jerky, food for baby, food for me. Um, yeah. It's uh, it's awesome. It's a great tie tie up tie, like just, you know, get the two of them having Christmas together. And um yeah, 
it's just a really sweet end to this episode that has some really creepy things in it and some really yeah. gross moments. And uh, but it is, I think, a near flawless episode. I think it's an episode you could show anyone. Oh, yes. oh I, we failed to mention since we didn't have a then there is one little bit of lore. And the reason Dean is like wanting a Christmas so bad is because this is going to be his last Christmas because he made the crossroads demon, demon deal. deal and he's gonna be and dead gonna in a year or whatever so that's like a whole under like underlying thing a little bit doesn't like not really like again you could watch this episode without knowing anything that's going on you could on watch this and, episode without knowing that yeah and and that line is just a throwaway line that you're like okay weird this whatever. is my last year yeah i know that's why i can't celebrate it it's like come on sam get on the bus yeah, yeah come on then then it's not about you buddy right very selfish sam um, so yeah, that is a very supernatural Christmas. Excellent. Uh, a good pick, a timely pick, a perfect pick for right now. It is Christmas time. Um, and I love this episode. I, and it was a really robust game. A quite a robust game. And let's talk about it. Let's go over the rules. I'm going to get back to my other page. I wrote so many notes on this episode. Yeah, it was a good episode. None of them legible. <laughs> ah, you got to work harder on making your nose legible. Although you did a great recap. Oh, thank you. I, like I said, I, I wrote down a lot. And I also had the wiki up in case I got lost, but I didn't even need it. Um, but, 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 on the back of the motel door, it says the Thomas Kincaid suite. And the painting is reminiscent of the Thomas Kincaid painting. Huh. This is a reference to Jared's role as Kincaid in the Christmas cottage. According to the week. I don't know. I don't know. Um, all right. Here's our rules. I counted four flashbacks. I counted three because I missed that one at the beginning. Yeah, very beginning. Yep. All right. Sentimental Dean slash BM scenes, a.k.a. Remember When. How many did you get, Chrissy? Five. I got six. Okay. All right. Right there. That might be a record for most, like, most BM, BM scenes? scenes in one episode. Like again, the whole episode is damn BM scene. Mm. Um, all right, Dad's gonna be here for Christmas, aka False Hope Dean. How many did you get? Three. I got three as well. Okay. All right, Meadow Sweet. I got ten. I got ten as well. Okay, good. How many ten Christmas drinks. songs? Ten drinks, baby. Ten drinks. I know, right? Uh, how many times did you catch a Christmas song playing? Seven. Oh, I have 14. Oh, wow. I well, obviously a lot slipped past me. There are like, so it's like the very beginning. Um, obviously when they go to like the Christmas village, I counted both when the boys sing silent night and then the song silent night plays when the, uh, god is going to snatch the next person um out of bed so i counted that as two separate ones same thing with when the boys break into their house oh come all ye faithful is playing one version outside the house and then a second version inside the house wow Um, there's like when they go into the the guy who sells the wreaths christmas music is playing uh obviously at the very end Oh, when the boys kill the two, it plays Jingle Bells. And then the transition to the Christmas scene or whatever is another one. Yeah, there's there's 
so many. For, and I count the first time I played it, I only got 12. I got two more on the second time through. Wow. How did I miss so many? Because it's a crit, it literally just blends in with the episode. It's hard. It's hard to like stay focused on that one because it's just background music, right? Because it's like all everything's Christmassy, like the whole time or whatever. So, um, all right. We had our one, our, our double drink or our shot for the basement jump scare. How many mm-hmm. doorbell rings did you count? Three. I got three as well. Okay. And then Merry Christmases. I got eight. Okay, I only got six, and I do think I did. I missed them on the when they answered the door. I yeah, think that's where I fun. missed them. Yeah. So, um, that is how it all turned out. I don't. That I didn't count up how many. That's seven plus six is thirteen. That's it was a lot. Sixteen, twenty-two, thirty-two. 46 drinks, according to my book. <laughs> oh, as we said, robust. <laughs> I don't know how many how many beers that is. I was sipping. I only finished one during the game. I, I don't think I was actually drinking along. If I, I yeah. don't think I would have been able to record if we were. <laughs> yeah. It's true. It's true. This one was a real theoretical game. Hey, she brought it. I, I asked her to. I was like, Can she you came make to play game, and she she did it. <laughs> so it was very fun, though. I enjoyed it, and it I was. think if I, again, you could do this. You could if you're playing this with a group of people, you could probably you know assign people just one of the one or two of these rules. Mm-hmm. Draw them out of a hat or spin a wheel or whatever. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I love it. It was great. It was a Merry Christmas, Happy uh, New Year, Perfection. Great job, great job, Nate. Great job, Abby. Woohoo! All right, good job, us. Are we ready for what's next? I am. Let me get to my next page because I'm so old school. I can't type along. I have to write along. Here we go. What episode are we doing next, Chrissy? We're only skipping one season ahead. We're going okay. to season four, episode thirteen, after school special. Yes. Are you ready for the rules? I am ready. If someone calls someone ugly, take a drink. Take a drink for black ectoplasm ooze. I'm copying one of your rules. Take a drink for a flashback. Take a shot or double drink when Dean is wearing shorts. Take a drink for smooching. Take a drink for an inside the trunk shot. Take a drink for a BM scene. Take a drink if someone says family business. And then take a drink if all the students chant. And those are our rules for season four, episode 13, after school special. Sweet. I'm excited. All right. So uh, the only shot you had was Dean in shorts, right? Or did I miss another Dean shot? Dean in shorts. Yep. Nope. That's okay. the only one. That's the only double drink shot. Okay. Nine rules. Love it. Yeah. It's a lot. 
but the, a lot of them a lot of them don't hit very often so it's a it's That's a uh, it's a little break after this robust game <laughs> it's a real lean it's game. a dry january if you will, yeah it's a, it's, a, <laughs> it's for you to drink along to it with a lacroix <laughs> well i'm very much looking forward to it excellent well, uh, thank you so much for listening. If you're here with us at the end, uh, do uh, think to yourself, would you like to become a member of our podcast? Would you like to join on truestory.fm? Would you like to, uh, uh, you know, support the podcast and help us bring you more Gankin and Drankin? Uh, mm-hmm. You can do so, as I said, at truestory.fm. Nate, where can people find us in real life? In real life, you can find us at the Neighborhood Comedy Theater in downtown Mesa, Arizona, which is which is happening and hopping. I just want to say that right quick. It is. I'm I'm just I know I maybe say this a lot of times, but like I just love that we're there and I love being a part of that community. And like this past weekend, I went over to Phantom Fox Um uh, a brewing on Friday night and like ran into our friends, the crummies and ran into like a couple other people that I knew. And it's just become this like very cool, like, but also like close and like, you know, close knit community uh, mm-hmm. in downtown Mesa. So come check it out. Uh, it's a perfect night out. There's so many new things to do. There's a speakeasy now that you can yeah. go to after our shows but go to our shows. Uh, <laughs> our shows are Fridays and Saturday nights mostly, although you can check out nctphoenix.com for all the details and information. Um, and also like maybe visit mesa.com or something to see what else is going on because like I said, I mean, it's just new stuff all the time. And yep. um, it's like, I uh, I just gush about it. There's just so many cool things and there's so many people walking around. I was down there last night have, hanging out with friends. So um yeah. Awesome. So come hang out with us. And when you're come out there in the world, uh, saving people and hunting things, you know, the family business, keep the gank, dra- th- keep the gank that drank motto in mind. Be excellent to each other and party, party on. Party on, dudes. dudes.